I'm Joe. It's nice to see you guys again or have you guys around. <laughs> yep. Make you listen to us. So. We are finishing up our spooky October month with our creepy stories that we are putting out just for you oh, for this yep. beautiful month. A little extra creepy for the spooky season. Exactly. So, so as usual, rock, before paper, we pre- scissors. Yeah, we're going to we rock. We do all. It's right. always starts with a fight with us. <laughs> All right. right. Rock, Rock, scissors, scissors, scissors. scissors. Wait, what did you... <laughs> what were those words that just came out of your mouth? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, yeah, if you say so. Uh, I'll be doing the editing, so I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, you and won. I win again. I am... Yeah. I've, I've been dominating. All right. My focus was lost. You like called it off sides and then pulled me off. I got that. <laughs> Where'd you bring a shape of truth? <laughs> All right. Joe, you were trying you... to throw me off. I was just stopping your head games ahead of time. Draft. He it figured th- it out. It threw me off. I legit was just like, wait, what? All right. Okay. I'm Back too- on track. <laughs> Back to being creepy and scary. All right. All right. So Ooh. one of my favorite scary movies, creepy movies, or at least the one that like I don't find cheesy and sure I can poke holes in, but like at the end of the day, it freaks me out. Zombies. Ooh. And I picture zombies as just kind of a classic Halloween trope. Are you like running zombie or like rage zombie or like walking? I am zombie? terrified of the the running zombies from from uh, what's it thirty days later? Twenty eight days, days, days later, whatever. Yeah, like I've already told my family, oh like my just God. double tap and make even, me done with it. Don't even like wait. Just the kill one me. gets like some blood in his eye and he goes, he turns into a zombie in like five seconds. It's Ugh. like, oh Ugh. my God, that's yeah, terrifying. Yeah, no, just fucking kill me. Just be done right. with it. <laughs> I, just be done. Anyways, uh, yeah, I like those. I've been watching a lot of Walking Dead. I recently learned that there's a bunch more side, like spinoff shows than I yeah, knew about, which I yeah. gotta watch. But we're gonna talk about historical zombies from around the world, actually, because I found a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, I found more current, like, thing. Yeah, more than I could fit, like, even just in this. Almost every culture has some sort of undead thing. Okay. And they're not always like the zombies that we, you know, modern, modern zombies. <laughs> There's modern... <laughs> the Hollywood lo- ones. <laughs> mo- yeah, the Hollywood zombies. But, uh, so we're gonna go back to Europe, um... And this gets pretty early. One of the fun stories I found was from like 1050 or something. Oh, I'll get into that. We're going to talk about revenants. Mm. Now, it means returning in French, but it seemed to be kind of a catch-all term or something that when talking about European lore, it just got put into other other ones. Well, they did mix it up quite a bit amongst themselves. <laughs> they did. Although like they, the, the French and the, the English hated each other, so I'm surprised to like, one of the best, or one of my favorite stories that I came across was an English one. Yeah. So, and this was 
listed under revenants. So, anyways, in in 1090, the English abbot of Burton tells a story uh, about two runaway peasants who died suddenly with unknown causes, and they're buried. The okay. very same day in which they were were buried, they appeared at evening, while the sun was still up, carrying on their shoulders their wooden coffins. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you would think that they would just leave it there. They're like, no. Right. <laughs> just drag it around. <laughs> I don't know. One of history's famous zombies, Jesus, <laughs> like to carry around big hunks of wood, so, you know. <laughs> I guess it's attachment issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, he wasn't buried in it, but anyways, <laughs> too much. All right, so the the whole night they like <clears throat> walked through the fields and through the the villages, and they would like uh, bang on like the windows and stuff, telling other other peasants, move quickly, get, uh, get going, come. And the next day, the villagers all started getting really sick. Oh. And so eventually they exhumed the bodies and cut their heads heads off and they cut their hearts out and and the sickness was somehow gone. So, but they like they did this and then they returned. Is that why they carried them around? It's like saving your parking spot. Like, someone's gonna get in my coffin if I. <laughs> but you would think like how would they get the coffin back down in there? There's like a dirt would start falling in. I'm just imagining you're just sitting on top of the dirt by now and just back in your home. You're like I don't want to climb back down. And in this way too, it's almost another very common theme I'm seeing is that there's there's a lot of blurred line between. The zombies and the vampires because it's oh, they're undead and the not undead. all of them seem to like these guys are talking. But like these guys, these zombies are carrying it around like it's their security blanket, right. you know? Like it's like the vampire that carries its coffin around. Like it's my security, right? <laughs> or maybe they're more turtle-like than people think, and they decide to carry their home in case they get spooked, and then they need to retreat. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. <laughs> So we're gonna move from from England to to Ireland. Ooh. So they don't use the same word, although it's kind of a different thing. Uh, maybe they have some revenant stories. I didn't come across anything that was Irish, mm-hmm. but in Ireland they have the Fear Gorta or Fear Gortak. Uh, Gorta. I'm bad with an English accent, but. <laughs> Basically, it means, like, man of hunger or man of famine. Okay. And it's an emaciated, corpse-like human that just walks aimlessly during times of famine. Uh, Oh, my gosh. That could be anyone that's like, oh, my God. Well, they're, like, said to be more (laughs) corpse-like. Oh, okay. And they're, like, seeking alms, which, again, like, a lot of other poor emaciated people are doing as well. And alms meaning food or money. And it's said that if you give them one or if you, you know, help them... It brings you good luck. And this <laughs> kind of reminded me of our Holdra episode yeah. <laughs> with the, the hand sticking out <laughs> the eyes where you just go put a mitten on it and you're like, like yes, oh, good luck. Man. Cha-ching. <laughs> he looks dead. You know, like, why are people handing me stuff? I'm just going for a walk. Right? Like, <laughs> right. He's a zombie. <laughs> mm. So it's also said that they're the harboring, harbinger of uh, the great Irish famine of the 1840s. Oh. So not, oh. not always good luck. <laughs> no, he's walking around and drying out the fields. <laughs> Even currently today in some areas, it's a term they use. Like they just say, oh, you got the fear Gorta. 
um, when you're like traveling in the mountains and you get mm -hmm. like just a really sudden just intense hunger which people burning so many calories sometimes yeah. that something happens that happens and if you don't get it if you don't eat soon yeah uh, you'll you can literally just die oh because well, that's you become good... so quickly malnourished so that's a fitting, that's a really plausible term yeah like that would be a way that people would explain some some kind of phenomenon happening like that as they were hiking along and they just became extremely famished and yeah no idea why i also think it's just a people that had just had uh, experienced some some rough times, and so <laughs> they were just hungry. emaciated people walking around. It's not like hungry. they had nursing homes or shelters. Like if you were mm -hmm. poor, you were yeah on the side of the road with whatever you had. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go all the way back over to Germany now. Ooh, yeah. <clears throat> so it's the or uh, Zerher. Two different actual like etymological things. So basically, it either means the knock part means afterwards, and okay. zeher means devour. But like also the knocked zeher would be a night devour. Ooh. So Ooh. I've I've seen I saw it used a little bit interchangeably. Um, it's also so it's German, but it's also kind of has it's known in Bavaria and northern Poland. And now we finally get a zombie that actually eats people. Yay! All the other ones were way too humble. I know, way they were too just, they were uh, not quite right. So. And leave uh, it to the Germans to have the one that eats people. Like, yes, they all eat yeah. people! Uh, that, have you ever seen <laughs> Go that? Go to sleep! The IT crowd where the, the German guy uh, tries no. to eat, eat the one dude? No, it's a good one. Anyway, so unlike the modern zombie lore. Oh, yes, I have. Sorry. Never mind. Never mind. Yes, I have seen that episode. I was watching it's a that good show. one. He yes. puts an ad out and he's, he's like, like oh, I was looking for someone to eat. <laughs> and then the guy, uh, I can't remember his name, the. The uh, Moss. Moss. He was. He, he thought it was a German like, cooking class. I thought class. we were going to go to yeah, a cooking class. <laughs> <laughs> but I came over, and I guess that's what I agreed to. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so unlike modern zombie lore, it's not communicable. Uh, you can't become one from a bite or a scratch. But you just die. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it is linked to some sickness and disease, but... Um, We'll get to that in a second. So it's commonly thought to have been created after a suicide or an accidental death, oh. something tragic. Um, it's said that like when you die, you might wake up basically with this just intense hunger, and um, so it can be associated with sickness or death in the way that like sometimes when there's a large number of people that die from a plague, they would think that it was started by one of these guys, yeah. not their hair. Um, Don't kill yourself no matter how sad you are. You will come back as a zombie right. and start the Black Death. <laughs> so, we like, die. basically it just wakes up after being dead. And it's so hungry that it starts, like, eating itself. Like, start chewing on itself. It eats the burial <laughs> shroud. And it's thought that, like, this kind of came, came from, like, finding bodies that were like partially eaten by rats yeah and they're like ah they're eating themselves <laughs> and then they went back to sleep we didn't see a move but i know he was moving <laughs> what else would have eaten it huh right. <laughs> um but yeah so they wake up gnawing themselves and then when they're when if they continue to eat themselves it actually weakens their family and their family might get sick and die or sometimes they wake up and just start eating their family so so how do you stop them like do you put cayenne pepper on their thumbs uh, right. to keep them from chewing on themselves yeah you gotta put cayenne pepper all over the body and they're like oh no too spicy ah. so, 
Um, <laughs> they didn't have Dawn just soap, so what are they supposed to use? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Anyways. <laughs> in, uh, in some of the Polish versions, they ret- actually return-, return in the form of a pig. And then they go and, like, feast on their family. Okay, that drink, makes and sense. And drink their so. blood. Because <laughs> wild boars are aggressive. So, yeah, I could see that. It gets better, though. In this form, it can also climb, it also do, can and does like to climb into the um, belfry of the church and ring the bell. And <laughs> it's a any, Quasimodo? And anyone, <laughs> anyone who hears it is going to get sick and die. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, you were in the vicinity of a pig that climbed the belfry. So you asked how to stop them, and basically you got you just got to find them. So you're like, I suspect so and so was a, <laughs> was a nagzer. So I'm going to <laughs> dig up their body, and if they like, one sign was that if their like one eye is closed, I think is the left eye, <laughs> or if they're like holding their thumb in a funny way, is it the gate you ear know or the straight ear, or if they're <laughs> Their lit like their their shroud looks all chewed up like they're eating it. Yeah, the rats got to it. Yeah, um, they would just start hacking they'll, away. They'll be like, "It's a noxer." <laughs> so the way you kill it is to place a coin in its mouth and then you chop its head off. So you're saying that Ed Gein could have gotten away with all of his bullshit if he just would have put a coin in their head, in their mouth, chopped the head off, and claimed that he was looking for a Nazareth. Oh, I saved you guys <laughs> from the Nazareth. <laughs> I am checking here. to see if they are here and eating the people. And look, lucky I came. I'm gonna take this head back for research. <laughs> so as no surprise, there is a metal band. <laughs> Always. I don't know why. <laughs> Always. There's a metal band named Naxxerham. <laughs> and they're not even German. They're, they're uh, from the San Francisco Bay Area. I was like, formed, Norway or something like that. Formed like, in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so they're pretty new. They're black metal. I listen to them. Eh, not my thing, but hey, if you like yeah. black metal, cool. Check them out. <laughs> Tell them we sent you. <laughs> Night devours. <laughs> so we're just going to kind of quickly breeze through a few of fun, notable mentions. Okay. So in Scandinavian lore, there's the, uh, I, I'm going to say this wrong, but the Genganger and the Draugr. That one's easier. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so these are basically just different versions of Scandinavian undead. Okay. The... Jenganger is is often created <laughs> from like from the dead of like people who got murdered. Oh, um, so if you're murdered, you come back as a zombie. Yeah, nice. and then you come or no, sorry, this one wasn't. That was a different one. I I forget. But no, this is actually the dead murderers. Oh, because you're just such a bastard. You're just like I'm you not gotta, dead. You got to come back after you're dead to, to spread terror and disease. And then the Draugr are fun, because they're dead Vikings. <laughs> they come back to feed on the living and have superhuman strength. And when they rise from their graves, they can do it in a wisp of smoke and then just turn into this dead thing. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, but right. that was probably just regular Vikings, just the, the fear tales of them. Like, even when they're dead, they're scary. <laughs> right, well, it said that like if, if it was a powerful one that had a bunch of booty and hit it, then they were they would they would uh, protect it as a as a draugr. So what booty? Because I said booty. They're pirates too, kinda. Yeah. Just Scandinavian pirates. Just, just 
kind of something. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, and they hide their moody. <laughs> Cover that shit They're up. They're all angry then. <laughs> Arr, they're still after my booty. <laughs> and then they rise up in a wisp of smoke and eat you. <laughs> Sorry. So next we have the Strigoi, which is Romanian. And these okay. ones had some interesting lore. I'm, I'm, I'm flying through these guys, but there's a little more to each. It's just, I don't want to tie things up for too long. So they're said to be the souls of people who died and had never married. To avoid Strigoi rising as a corpse, you need to marry said corpse to a living unmarried person. What? No, if you can't commit while you're alive, you don't get to commit to death and then you gotta like marry someone? No. Is there a way to chop off their head and just let them be gone? (laughs) No. I guess you gotta marry. You gotta marry a corpse to like a child or something. God damn it. (laughs) So there is another way to protect yourself, but it doesn't work for everyone. So uh, you bury a bottle of wine near the grave. Okay. Come back six six weeks later and drink it. Oh, And that'll protect you from the strogoi. Strigoi. We should go around if we ever are in that neighborhood in our wonderful travels that we do so often Start in looking life. For bottles Start looking of wine. for bottles of wine. But it might not be ready spring. It's been here for at least a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just breezing through those. There was another thing where like cats, if they go if cats like to go near the grave, yeah. yeah it's, it must be a stragoy. <laughs> um so now we're gonna talk about the Vitala. This is a uh, Hindu lore. Ooh, it's kind of fun. Okay. So they're not really just risen dead. They're actually spirits who reanimate dead bodies from charnel grounds. Oh. And what charnel grounds are, are there, they were traditionally, at least in, in Indian in, in Indian culture, um, like in some areas they actually leave bodies to just actually like be naturally yeah. claimed by the elements. This was often a um, open air crematorium because they would often like do this next to the river, okay. the Ganges and such. Yeah, um, that area is kind of gross. And a lot of bodies. times when when someone is dies, it's and they don't have a family, they're just kind of left there. Yeah. And so there's a lot of bodies just kind of hang out to decompose to decompose. Yeah. Um, and if they're they're not given a proper burial, this is what happens. The the Vitala take these mortal vehicles on basically just undead joy rides. <laughs> they terrorize the living. They drive people insane purposefully. I just guess torment them. I don't know. They, they'll they kill children, cause wow. miscarriages. It's like the peeves of India. You know, like right. <laughs> the peeves from the, Harry Potter. Sometimes <laughs> they do guard villages. I don't know their motives. But it's said that they're, they're actually not bound by the laws of space and time. So... So sometimes if they befriend some villagers, they might end up giving it protection. They'll like, kill all the children around them. They'll kill the children <laughs> around you. We'll kill your enemy's children, not yours, because I like you. So I don't know what their motives are, but... And apparently this that you can make it so they can't use bodies if you give them a proper burial right. So okay. All that's right. just kind of all the right. way you protect so against properly things. properly burial Even people. if it's just a drifter, you, you take care of them. So, for selfish reasons, not because you care, you just don't want that motherfucker coming back and trying to kill all your kids. Right? They just pick up bodies and go mess with people. Like, uh, why do I have to take care of this body? I don't know. He just can't die and rot here. It's like, well, it's not it's mine. Kind of like in no. The Walking Dead. If you don't stab him in the head, they're gonna come back. You're doing your civic duty, right? 
So in Chinese lore, there's the Jiangxi, and basically it translates just to stiff corpse. Uh, <laughs> and these are the ones who are created from the victims of murder, or oh. those who have committed suicide. Essentially, it's just kind of, it's souls that refuse to to uh, enter the afterlife. Oh. They, oh. They start out as pretty normal dead bodies walking around, although, well, they don't walk. They actually have to, they can only hop. And they can hop great distances. Okay. But as they age, they start to decay and they form like a white furry mold. And yeah. they, so they're basically just furry white things because the hair grows long and it's white. Ew. And so, yeah, they're creepy. But uh, they hop around. They're kind of weird. Like and you bunnies? can actually. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's what I pictured when I was reading about it. <laughs> but you can trick them if you okay. throw coins or rice. Because they have to, rice would be even better, because they have to pick up each grain or each coin before they can continue chasing you. Oh, wow. Wow. I like that, because rice, there's a lot. Right? Just you, carry I rice. I have money ah! to just throw around, but I can keep a pocket full of rice on me. You just see a bunny and, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Run away, run away, scatter the rice. <laughs> and then you can actually just, like, kind of deactivate them, more or less, if you like place a piece of paper on their forehead that has this incantation written. Because after, while they're counting. While they're counting. picking up right, all the rice pieces. You quick write, get a post-it <laughs> note. on them. Get it em. sounds like you gotta like, you gotta really carry a purse with you if you're post-it traveling notes, around. Because you gotta like rice, make sure you've got supplies. <laughs> see some bunnies, you take these fuckers out. <laughs> so, lucky my, foot. my last one. <laughs> Is from Japanese mythology, and I love this one. I had to include it just because I really love the the popular new trend of uh, giant fifteen foot skeletons. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was new. Oh, you mean like the lawn ornament kind yes. of ones? Okay. So I'm like, I didn't know there was people a are now online. getting <laughs> fifteen foot skeletons. Wow. Wow. How are they doing? <laughs> Does the skin stretch? <laughs> no. So not only is wow. this instead of being fifteen feet. This is actually said to be 15 times larger than a normal human. It is a giant skeleton. This is from Japanese mythology. It's the oh. Gasho du Koru. Kuro. Okay. Kuro. Um, if it finds a human, it, it just catches them and bites their heads off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's wild. Huge. <laughs> and it's said to be created by the bones of people who've starved to death. If one is near oh. you... You'll hear like a ringing in your ears, and now it's time to just be on the lookout because oh the God. only way that you can only outrun them, there's like no trick. You just got to get away. You starve to death, and then you like become like some kind of megazord. Right. <laughs> Biting <laughs> people's heads off. Like, You're hungry. I'm hungry. Together, we joined again. <laughs> and when you reach one that is 15 times larger than a normal human, all right, time to start the next one. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Just, wow. What? I mean, that is like the biggest undead zombie ever. Just, I was going to say that those zombies that are a from... giant biting heads off. <laughs> but like the ones that are from China, I was going to say they should be from Egypt because, I mean, they're in denial. <laughs> no, no. Ouch. No. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry, sorry, I'm in a punny mood today. All right. Well, <laughs> see, if I kept making more, we'd be here forever. So it's all, right, all, so all on you now, Spring. Mine is called Worse Than Hell. Like, with a question mark, Worse Than Hell? 
So I was looking for spooky stories to go with our October theme and wanted to find a creepy and eerie story, like a ghost story. Something that could scare the shit out of you, right? In the end, I chose Hanoko-san. Uh, Hanoko-san is uh, otherwise known as Hanoko of the Toilets. Ooh. And it's a yokai, which I know you had talked about yeah. yokais before. Mm-hmm. And the reason behind these spirits is because when you're in the bathroom, people feel the most vulnerable there. And there's an expected amount of privacy so, like, people often feel kind of creeped out in bathrooms. And over in Japan, they kind of put it on to, well, there's a yokai in there. And it's a Hanoko-san. <laughs> All right? The legend comes actually... <laughs> it's a toilet team. And they think they're bound to uh, bathrooms and specifically toilets. Hmm. The, this legend came about sometime during World War II. So, it's just recent, um, a yokai. Um, it's about a young girl described as having dark hair and a bob-styled haircut. And she wears a red school outfit. And she's playing hide and seek in the bathroom when a bomb from an air raid, like, strikes the building. And she ends up being trapped there forever. Mm. Other stories say that she was a young girl who was either murdered by her parents or a pedophile in that bathroom. And or she committed suicide in that bathroom due to, like, bullying kind of a thing. I I can't help it. I know. I was going to say, I can't (laughs) help but say second Harry Potter reference. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So it reminds yeah. me of, uh, yeah. So if you're wanting to see her, you need to go, and this is very specific. If you want to see her, you need to go to the third floor, the bathroom on the third floor. The prefects bathroom. <laughs> you need to go to the third stall yeah, and knock three on. times. Oh, man. And then you need to ask, like, you have to say her name, and then you have to ask if she's there. Why would I want to do this? I don't. Well, they, because guess what happens in the end? This is why you want to. She would then reply, yes, I am. And then the door would swing open and Hanoko-san will will be there and she'll reveal herself as a girl. And then she will, uh, a hand, a bloody hand will come forward because she'll like appear as if she wants to be your friend. But then a bloody hand comes forward and it grabs you and it pulls you down into the toilet, which drags you to hell. So you'd go there if you want to go to hell. Yes, apparently. Apparently. Interesting. I don't understand why. I don't know. Sometimes she appears as a three-headed lizard, which, whoa. I like that. QAnon, are you listening? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And when you open the door, she lunges forward and gobbles you up after lecturing you about invading Hanoko's privacy. As a lizard? (laughs) As a lizard. It's like, you shouldn't be here. This is our private spot. And then like, eat you. There are other versions of toilet spirits. One is a... I know, there's more than one. (laughs) There are... um, There's a one girl, she fell on train tracks, and she walks around on her elbows. Her name is uh, Kashi... Oh, wait, hold on. Kashima Riku. Kashima Riku. I I spell these out phonetically, so that way I can kind of say it properly. And Tiki Tiki. Tiki Tiki. Kind of like mm-hmm. that. And it's supposed to be the sound her elbows make as no. they uh, she drags herself across the ground. So is she missing like the bottom half? Yes. She hangs why out does... in public bathrooms. So why does she need to go to the bathroom? She hangs out in public bathrooms, especially at train stations. And she goes up to stalls asking if people, if they have seen her legs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. If you unlocked. give her an answer oh. that she doesn't like, she will climb into your stall and rip no. your legs off with her scythe <gasps> that she carries around. So she's walking on her elbows because she's got a fucking scythe in her hand well, that she creepy. uses to rip your legs off and cut them. Yeah. 
Okay. Way to way to haunt my dreams and my <laughs> nightmares. There's what one I, more, oh God. and it's not any better. Okay. <sighs> the last bathroom dwelling ghost I found was called Manto, which translates to red cape or red mantle. Manto was a very handsome man who grew tired of all the girls staring at him and falling in love with him instantly. So he decided to wear a cloak and then he started wearing a mask to disguise himself. So that way just women would just stay away. And I just hid in the bathroom. Nobody knows how he died. Only that he was found in a bathroom stall at a school bathroom. And when Mm, he comes to visit, when he comes to visit, he will ask you red paper or blue paper. If you say red paper, he will slice your throat and make your body your body red in color. He's bringing you into the matrix. <laughs> in the middle of it's not any better. If you say blue color or blue paper, you return to the matrix. No, he will strangle you until you turn blue. There is no winning. And then uh. it says if you say a color different than the two options he gives you, he will then reach up from inside the toilet and pull you down into the toilet bowl straight to hell. So. In Japan, if a bathroom feels a little eerie or weird, there is no getting out of it. There is no nice things you can say. Don't knock on the third stall on the third floor three times and ask for Hanoko-san. Burn it. And if you are in a train station and someone asks you if you haven't seen, if you've seen their legs, I think there's something you got to say. I didn't put it in here. I apologize. Spring what? Where it's like, yes, it's by the magical station or something like that, and then like they might be okay with it. I'm but, just like, gonna say the guy next, <laughs> the guy next to me has a. <laughs> she will cut you off. And then the third is like, yeah, there's the the one that likes to uh, offer you paper because he was too handsome and somebody killed him. <laughs> he was just so I was just good too looking. handsome. Now I gotta haunt toilets. <laughs> Vanity pays. <laughs> but that's like, I found, I'm like, toilet, toilet ghosts? Are you fucking serious? Like, uh, I, okay. I was going to do one on this. I hope no one listening has anxiety about <laughs> public bathrooms already. Not in America. Not in America. But anyways, I was going to do one on this, uh, this haunted house that I found, but I could not find any information outside of what they themselves from that haunted house say about it and a few little vlog articles and it's called the Frightmore Manor in Tennessee. Mm. And it's supposedly I'm gonna kinda throw this out there because I thought it was interesting, Check but I just it out, I feel like no, like they say that it was owned by a wealthy plantation owner who apparently like in his eighties or nineties went crazy and chopped up his family, which included his wife, his son, his daughter in law, and three grandkids. Okay? And that when they searched the property, they found 30 shallow graves. Okay. But I'm thinking he's a plantation owner. Yeah. What's the big deal about having 30 shallow graves and a plantation? And like, I couldn't find anything on Wikipedia. I couldn't find anything on anywhere online about this Jeremiah Luxer or something like that. This guy go pull him out of the toilet from hell. So apparently, but like... I kind of want to explore more into it. If you guys know anything about it or have any more information, let us know. Because like yeah. this seems like it's something that might be like manufactured. Because a guy bought the place in 2009. I know I'm causing drama right now. I apologize. Oh, man. But like he Call bought the out. place in 2009. And ever since then, like apparently the city doesn't agree. There might have been a murder there. But like that was a really... That was really ambitious for a man in that like 1902. It's like the people that are faking... Karen videos that was today. born in like eighteen twenty. It's a fake hunting. No. And then they have <laughs> they have ridiculous little um 
attractions there. So, like, no one knew that he killed anyone, right? But they ended up, they knew that he did experimentation on these bodies and put, like, some kind of mist in them uh, and was a mad scientist. Mist. Yeah, some kind of mist that would, like, make them, like, become almost zombie-like because mm. he was trying to, yeah, kind of fall on the zombie thing. Reanimate these But, guys. like, because he hacked his family to death, they have an axe-throwing place in that <laughs> property. When he was about to be busted, he ran out and threw himself out of the second-story window. So they also have, like, a jump you can do Oh, which is in tribute to yeah. his suicide. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, this is a little, this is this a little. Is and all I can find is just references to history of what he I mean, sa- what I they said. I want to go, but still. They have a challenge that if you can make it for a certain amount of time, you get your money back. I think it's like $17 or something like that. But like, you will have to eat something, you will have to drink something, and you will have to do something. And yeah, it's supposedly back. a challenge. Like, yeah. Yeah, you have to sign a contract and everything. I'll do it. Remember, we we drank those scorpions. We ate scorpions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were like gelatinized in a shot. But... No, they weren't. They were crunchy. Ah, uh, barely. You were too drunk to remember. They were crunchy. Cause I, I remember crunch, not. crunch, crunch. Swallow quick, and then I took the shot. <laughs> That's a core memory, Joe. <laughs> All right. It's a hazy memory, but... I think you guys were listening to us and our stupid ramblings today, because this one really got off topic. I mean, it stayed on. It really did. It really did, but that's fine. Please remember (laughs) to subscribe to us and let us know what you guys think. We have new episodes every Wednesday, so I'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Yep, bye. (laughs) Want to help us get into more ears? Help us grow by following, rating, and reviewing wherever you're listening. This is especially helpful in iTunes, so pop over and give us a rating if you can. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Feel free to leave any questions or comments.